It's time to hit In the Shop with Steve, Kurt, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the Shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstalk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning. Welcome to the shop. You're here with the auto guys. I'm Kirk from Angler Automotive and uh, here with Dan from Bellingham Automotive. Yeah, I took last week off. Sorry. You didn't take a lot of time <laughs> off, man. Yeah, I did three in a row before that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Sure met Steve. It was kind of nice to be able to, uh, I don't know. Have two weekends off a month? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. And uh, I used to not feel guilty about, you know, when there's three other co-hosts besides myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, I woke up this morning and my... My big toe's kind of sore. Can somebody <laughs> cover for me? Now it's like I'll come in here with raging COVID to be able to <laughs> broadcast and not to let you guys down. So, Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so good morning. And um, today would be a great day if you want to call. Um, and we'd love to talk to you about your car and things. Um, the phone number is 360, I think, 676-5464. That's right. Man, you, you got it. Twenty some years, finally got that figured that out. Toe has not affected you at all. Yeah, no, You're not at all. Game. And um, you know, we've got a ton of stuff here. Um, hoping that people call. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, uh, Brian and I were on. We had a few things, and um, um, anyway, hey, phones phones went crazy. Yeah, the yeah. phones went crazy, and that was a good thing. That was a good so, thing. So. Um, you know, I, what do you have? What did you bring up here to talk about? Well, I brought some stuff about electric air taxis. Electric air you, taxis. Okay. If you've seen this or heard about it, but I was at a meeting last week in Seattle. Is that what we you guys were, were working on down there? Uh, we always go over kind of what's new and things that maybe we haven't seen yet. And I, I actually have not seen, seen this. Uh, yeah. So it looks like Archer is, uh building an electronic air taxi for 10-minute flight to the airport. So if you're, oh. rather than Uber, you can jump on this little, in. Uh, what are they, or jump in, yes. I don't think I'd want to jump on it. It's got a lot of propellers better around there. That's right. It's a vertical takeoff. It's set up for vertical takeoff and landing. So it looks like one of those military jets that have the propellers on them. Oh, have yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this thing looks way cooler than that. It does look pretty cool. Except there's no missiles or bombs there's or nothing, anything on nothing it. Nothing strapped yeah. on it. But, yeah, I mean, it's just showing a little bit. It, it's more of a video that we watched that uh, kind of shows how they plan on doing it. They are trying to get it approved for the airports, but it could have its own little landing pads close to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it virtually works like a helicopter. So this is, where's this company at? In New York? Uh, they're talking... Uh, the Archer Midnight could fly you to three other, pa- you and three other passengers from Man- Manhattan to New York's o- airport starting in 2025. Looks yeah. like 10 minute flight, um, 100 bucks a pop. It's not bad. No. I mean, if you live in New York, I mean, you got <laughs> tons of money, right? Well, 10 minutes, you can save or a lot in of time. Manhattan, if, I If you I rode in a cab or an Uber in New York, right? Yeah. Yeah, it would take days to. 
get to the airport. Yeah, well, it's just kind of an interesting read. I I hadn't. Uh, it feels like something we would have seen when we were kids in the Jetsons. To it, me. I was it, just thinking that. It absolutely feels that way. So, uh, yeah, your your commute to the airport could get pretty short. I wonder if anyone actually listens to uh, our show that has not seen the Jetsons or know what the Jetsons are. Yeah, somebody just told me that, uh, and I, I didn't fact check it or anything. I, at that meeting, somebody I said, this looks like the Jetsons, and they said, oh, yeah, George Jetson was born in 2024. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I don't know if that's true. <laughs> well, I would like to know. What do you know? Okay. I might have to Google on break. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. You know, and they've been playing around for a long time with, um, you know, cars that um, that fly. You know, mm-hmm. the Arrow car, I think, was a couple of them. I saw, well, I've seen a few videos recent where they've got, you know, there's some places in the world that they're working on these little cars. I always thought that would be super cool, you know? Yeah. Be able to, you know, like when I drive down to visit my parents or whatever, when I used to go down to Aberdeen. Instead of going down I-5, that's such a boring drive. Um, to be able to just, I don't know, fly down there, you know, and get to their house. And yeah. Land out on the Highland Golf Course down in Cosmopolis and then put the wheels out and drive up to Mom and Dad's house and then take it to the beach, drive to the beach. Yes, exactly. Except coming right. home with all those clams that might be a little right. overloaded. <laughs> a little overloaded. Yeah, so... Anyway, so, uh, yeah, Archer, um, you going to invest in stock? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Well, make sure to... that it works before you do. That's right. <laughs> Maybe the cutting edge. I, um, you know, I earlier this week I was um, looking at, I, I don't even remember what I was looking I was looking into some information on a, um, I think I was looking up for some information on a Prius. And... Um, Anyway, I uh, sometimes when I and I went online to find some info, and a lot of times I'll be online to find some info for a car that I'm working on, and then I see another article that I think, ooh, that's pretty interesting, and uh, pretty soon I've gone down the rabbit hole for 45 minutes, yes, and, and I forget what it was that I went onto the internet for to search for in the first place, but I came across this uh, uh, 1958 Ford Nucleon, and. Um, Ford actually had a concept car back in 1958. They were considering a nuclear-powered car. And um, it's actually a really, really, really cool concept. And uh, they're talking you can go 5,000 miles without refueling, that kind of thing. And um, you know, I couldn't find any really good articles on how you know the whole process would work as far as you know, generating power and putting it to the wheels and getting mm-hmm. going down the road. But I'm thinking it's probably more or less like any any old nuclear submarine or nuclear aircraft carrier where they're uh, using the nuclear fuel to heat stuff up and, uh, you know, maybe some water. Yeah. And recycling it through because they're talking go 5,000 miles without refueling. But I would imagine they could... Uh, you know, heat the water up and turn it to steam, and you know, basically, it'd be kind of steam turbine engine kind of thing, and recycle the water back through the system over and over and over. Be kind of a neat idea. It would. You should invent that. Well, that you know, I invest in. <laughs> well, might have been. I know that um, you know when um, was it twenty years ago? 
ish when we were kind of yeah. starting the show. Yeah. Uh, the hybrid fuel cell was uh, right a big thing and doing hydrogen and you know converting it over and and doing all that stuff. And I remember thinking, uh, uh, well. You know, I always thought of the Hindenburg, um, you know, and hydrogen kind of blows up when, you know, but Hindenburg blew up apparently because they painted uh, the outside of the canvas with like, I don't know, explosive paint. <laughs> you did a so little well. research on this. Well, I've seen it numerous times. So I was fascinated by that when I was a kid. Anyway, so, um, yeah. I guess the nuclear-powered car, though, that could go really wrong. It could. <laughs> that, that it could. And then, you know, as Not many things. attractive-looking car <laughs> I think it's pretty cool-looking. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, the cab, basically, where you're driving, you're hanging out way over the front of the <laughs> uh, front wheels there. It'd be kind of like in a, in a boat. <laughs> you know, if you've ever been in a, a boat, a small boat, most of the time small boat, um, it's a neat ride when you're basically driving at the bow of the boat. Uh, it's just a really cool feeling hanging out there over the top of the water, and that's kind of what you'd be doing. In that car, yeah. Kind of like a <laughs> cab, what do you call those uh, those square cab, uh, old semi-tractor trailers, or maybe the um, Volkswagen uh, bus. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or the, what was it, the Toyota, whatever that first little minivan Toyota made. Previa. Was it a Previa? That you were hanging out over the front of the wheels there. I don't remember. You know, like Previa is the first one. I remember. Crash protection, where your knees are the first thing that's going to contact the other vehicle, kind of thing. <laughs> so it looks like we've got a call on the line. Good morning, Eric. Hey, good. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks oh, for yeah. taking my call. You know, Absolutely. Eric. Thanks for uh, calling in and saving our show. <laughs> hey, no problem. I always enjoy what you guys have to say. Hey, I've got a uh, question on antifreeze. I know this time of year people should be thinking about preparing for the winter so if they're just running straight water in their cars to change that and get antifreeze in there for the freeze. Uh, my question to you is, Is I somebody told me that if you leave your antifreeze in your car, you know, for years and years and never touch it, does it? kind of turn acidic or start eating away at, at your the metals? Yes. It can, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so what's your guys' recommendation as far as how often do you want to, you know, flush or clean or just change your antifreeze in your engine? You know, it really depends on, you know, what kind of car, uh, what make your car, what, you know, the year, model, make, that kind of thing. Old Old cars, like, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, those, I think, you, need, you know, you need to change the antifreeze more often, I think, just because they're old. And they're Probably every, at least every two years, if not every year. Well, I don't think every year at no. all, unless you've got some kind Probably of a sludge, of you know, thing going on. You know, the okay. thing is, though, like, you can test it. Yeah, test maybe. the antifreeze. Yeah, you know, yeah, I've seen those little testers. So, yeah, that's, that's good to know. And then my next question would be, I know 50-50 versus 70-30 mix. I mean, I guess that's just dependent on if it's extremely cold or extremely hot. Do you guys just basically recommend the 50-50 or do you like 70-30 or some other mix? 50-50 Yeah, we here. do 
Mm-hmm. Okay. In, in fact, I've I've gotten to the point now where um, I would say the majority of antifreeze that I buy um, is already pre-mixed um, out of the jug or out of the drum. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mix it at the factory. You want to use distilled water or something like that and doesn't have any tap water chemicals or we're out of a stream where you've got a bunch of algae or something like that. Um, but you want to, you know, do, use, you know, I'd say just buy the 50-50 mix of whatever antifreeze is supposed to go into your car. Um, that yeah, that's a be, good point because I see that, you know, there are maker-specific antifreezes, like, and there's different colors, so make sure to get the right one yeah. that's well, recommended for that car. Yeah, I would say anything, you know, 2000 and newer. On the older cars, you can use pretty much anything you want, as far as I'm concerned. And like one, the old green, the green uh, press yeah. stone. Yeah, the green thing. stuff where you can get a universal, you know, one-size-fits-all kind of a yellowy or whatever color it might be. Sure, um, sure. One of the other things, uh, we we got to take a break, right? Um, so hang I in appreciate there. It. No, can you hang, hang in there? I, yeah, and we'll be right back, okay? We okay, thank talk you. To you. Yeah, you <laughs> bet. We're in the Thanks. shop with the other guys. Extra, extra, read all about it. If you're craving great-tasting food and local brews in an atmosphere that's making headline news, look no further than the Newsroom Pub. Lunch or dinner, it's always a top story when you visit the Newsroom Pub. Their locally sourced menu will delight with offerings of Dutch delicacies, uniquely battered fish and chips, salads, hot-pressed sandwiches, and many other pub favorites. Plus, always making the front page are their incredibly delicious smash burgers, a must-try. The Newsroom's drinks are local as well, featuring craft beers, wines, and ciders. Also, the bar offers a variety of house cocktails and custom-made hard drinks. The pub's interior was designed and built to preserve much of the historic charm of the old Linden Tribune. Dine in or out in the covered patio. Finish off your meal with an official red raspberry sundae or some ice cream from their Daily Scoop ice cream shop. It's a headline trifecta with good brews, good food, and good news always at the Newsroom Pub. Visit them today in beautiful downtown Linden next to the mural or online at thenewsroompub.com. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. Wilson's Labor Day sale has been extended. Still time to enjoy the best prices of the year store-wide. And closeout pricing on patio furniture. Wilson's open seven days a week on Pacific Avenue in Ferndale and online at wilsonhomefurnishings.com. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. 
SCORE business mentors offer advice. You can help your small business grow with advice from a local business mentor. SCORE, Mentors to America Small Business, offers free and confidential advice. Contact a local SCORE mentor at SCORE.org. Just set your location to Bellingham. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air we were breathing was dangerous. Veterans like us are now eligible for new VA care and benefits based on when and where we served. Apply today. Visit va.gov slash p-a-c-t. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Yeah, now we're talking. (laughs) Now you're happy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I want some Paisley. I should have brought my Paisley shirt. I've got a really old Paisley shirt that I put on on special occasions. You dress groovy, up. groovy, yeah. And I'm feeling groovy this morning. How about you, Dad? <laughs> I'm feeling your groove. <laughs> right on. You're in the shop with the auto guys. I'm Kirk from Angler Automotive and Dan from Bellingham Automotive. Um, and please give us a call 360-676-5464. Um, before the break, we were talking to Eric, and he had a question about antifreeze. And, you know, yeah, it's a, you know this is the time of the year you want to make sure that um, your coolant is up to snuff. So, obviously, your car doesn't freeze during the wintertime. Um, but I want to say that one of the things, before I forget, um, you know, we check, we, I check, um, as we all do in our shops, check your antifreeze, make sure it's got freeze protection, obviously, and check mm-hmm. the, uh, see if it's uh, becoming acidic. That's right. a bad thing. Um, antifreeze has also got lubricant in it. Keep the little seals in the water pump and everything happy. Um, the other thing that I do, I don't do it every single time, but you know, coming up this time of the year for my regular customers, a lot of I will, as I'm checking the antifreeze, I'd say once a year anyway, um, I check for voltage in the cooling system, and um, especially with the the modern cars, and I'm talking 2000 and newer. Um, and especially up, you know, 2010 and newer, you got some super high output alternators, mm-hmm. uh, charging systems, so much electronics going on, grounds all over the place. And, um, you know, you started losing grounds on your, uh, you know, between the engine and the battery or the chassis and the battery or whatever. <laughs> you start getting all these transient voltages that'll actually travel through the cooling system looking for a path to ground. And that is what really starts eating up head gaskets and, you know, things like that in the motors. And so that's something that um, I think that everyone should be checking is voltage in your cooling system. And um, make sure that's not happening. If it is, start checking for grounds and get that thing fixed up. Yeah. What do you think? Well, and I would go back to a little bit of what Eric brought up about brands on coolant, too. The mm-hmm. other thing you want to be careful of is not mixing them. Right. So you've got, like he said, we've got, I don't know how many you have on the shelf, but I probably have. <laughs> I'm sure you got a lot more than a I ton, do. I just kind of. A ton of different brands yeah. of coolant on the shelf for particular cars so right. that we don't end up mixing. I mean, you have to have it there. I mean, there are. There are some substitutes, like you said, it that would cover multiple brands. Right. But if you're just topping off, you don't want to be mixing. So right. in most cases. Well, in most cases. Honestly, and I I still wonder. I mean, I'm thinking, who makes antifreeze? You know, is there like two or three companies on the planet that Probably. are built making it? 
And of course, it's like gasoline, you know, each manufacturer or each distributor or whatever, Prestone, Xerox, whoever, they probably got their own little proprietary blend of what needs to go in there. And, you know, as the manufacturers have said, this is what we kind of think the package you need to protect our engine, you know, cooling system. But, um, you know, one of the reasons, I guess, that honestly, that I put the right stuff in, what they call for, mm-hmm. um, is liability. Right. You know, because I, I guess I'm a little paranoid, get off my lawn, getting a little bit older, <laughs> uh, that I don't want to go put the wrong, you know, antifreeze in somebody's car and then, you know, eight months later have a malfunction. Right. And then. You know, especially if it's a car that's still maybe kind of on the end of warranty and then find out that, oh, you got the wrong antifreeze in it. Who put this in? Oh, Angler did. Great. They can put a new motor in your car. Yeah. Yeah. So. um, There's lots of reasons. And then then you look at these long life coolants that go bad when you get a a coolant leak. Yeah. Like the old GMs. You used to run into that all the time. You get a air introduced to the system and that stuff would turn to sludge yeah, you get a big old algae bloom in there yeah yeah and it would look like you know like you look in the recovery tank it looks like oil yeah floating around Mud. in there no that's bacteria mm-hmm. i mean some to you on a gm yeah it's oil but um <laughs> you know there'd be times where and that stuff's really hard to get out and I've, uh, a couple times that i have tried to get it out in the past years ago um, well, back when you could flush it, you know, like right, put a tea right. in there and just um, fill it up with Dawn dish soap. Yeah, or simple flush green. Flush it on through, or simple green. Dawn works better. It it doesn't make, waste any time. It gets there you soap. go. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, antifreeze, modern cars, good shops. You should never worry about your antifreeze. It should always be up to snuff, you know, for the protection of the metals in the motor. You don't want to be running straight water and anything anymore, no. especially not tap water, or stream water, or even worse, <laughs> salt water. But you got to do what you got to do sometimes. So, I'm uh, going to take a break here in the shop. I'm Kirk from Angler, Dan from Bellingham Automotive, and we'll be right back. Get ready for game day at Lummy Bay Market at Exit 260, and you just might be driving home with a new TV. Every Friday through the end of September, Lummy Bay Market will be giving away a 65-inch Toshiba television. Next time you stop at Lummy Bay Market, make sure to say hi to Sasquatch, take a selfie with him, and despite those rumors that he's shy, Sass loves to have pictures taken of him and with people. Post to Instagram and tag Lummy Bay Market. LBM, Exit 260, and you're entered. A name will be randomly selected each Friday, and you just might be the lucky winner. Lummy Bay Market is where you'll find the best value on gas and diesel. Make the Lummy Bay Market your first or last stop of the day for fuel, food, and more. The Lummy Bay Market, just off I-5 and exit 260 on Rural Avenue. Open 24 hours. Lummy Bay Market, where there's more in the store. And don't forget to say hi and get a picture with Sasquatch for a chance at a 65-inch TV every Friday in September. Here's to the explorers, those who crave adventure and reliability. They need a vehicle that matches their spirit. A vehicle with safety, reliability, and a sense of adventure. With features like advanced safety systems, comfortable interiors, and all-wheel drive. With the ability to handle any and all terrain, their desires lead them to 
The new lineup of 2024 Subarus. Now available at Dewey Griffin Subaru. From the Ascent to the Outback. From the Forester to the Impreza. And the all-new Crosstrek. A Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go. Safely. Does your Subaru need service? Check out Dewey Griffin's Express Service Center. It's fast, convenient, and best of all, there's no appointment necessary. Stop by for your next oil change or any other minor maintenance and you'll get a free car wash with any service. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and a Subaru Certified Tire and Service Center. 1800 Iowa Street in Bellingham and online at DeweyGriffinSubaru.com. Business owners, you have job openings? We have HireMeWa.com. HireMeWa.com is Cascade Radio Group's hyper-local job board. It's free and easy to use. Upload your available job listings today. Job seekers can post resumes, too. HireMeWa.com is available 24 hours a day. Check back frequently. New job listings added regularly. HireMeWa.com. Business owners, post your job openings for free right now at HireMeWa.com. That's HireMeWa.com. HireMeWa.com is a service of Cascade Radio Group and this station. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. Tropical storm Ophelia is moving inland after making landfall on North Carolina's Outer Banks. The power outage numbers are going up there and in Virginia as the region gets soaked. Hurricane Center Specialist John Cangelosi. For North Carolina and Virginia, it looks pretty clear starting on Sunday, especially by later Sunday. And then for the Mid-Atlantic, everything looks, looks clearer by Monday. A possible government shutdown is a week away, but lawmakers who could avert it gone home for the weekend. CBS's Christina Ruffini. There are roughly 2.2 million federal employees. Some might be furloughed temporarily and other essential workers will have to keep coming in, but without a paycheck. Two of the big three automakers have had strikes against them expand. CBS's Michael George. Ford was spared from further strike action Friday after the union said it had made good progress in talks, including securing cost of living and job protections. CBS News Brief. I'm Peter King. Oh, yeah. Now it's getting me in the mood. Let's talk about cars. <laughs> Welcome back to the shop. I'm Chris from Angler Automotive and Dan here from yes. Bellingham Automotive. Let's do our shout-out to Brian, Dr. Yeah. John's Auto Clinic. He's usually on the show every weekend. <laughs> yeah, he he really, he's the guy. That's an now. Iron Man. He's running yeah. an Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. He has yeah. been. Hopefully he's doing something relaxing today. He's probably sleeping in and listening to us. <laughs> well... I wouldn't be if I was. <laughs> I didn't last weekend. <laughs> Anywho, um, oh, we've got a call on the line, Jackie. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Um, yes, I have a 2009 Malibu, mm-hmm. and the two back doors have been out. The locks on them have been out for few years now they don't work you know with the fob and now the driver's side door 
is starting. Um, it seems like the drive the on the driver's side the door seems like when it's in the sun that it won't unlock with the fob. Have you heard of this before? Only uh, only when it's parked in the sun. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. So I got a question. The back doors, okay. So the back doors, um, they don't work with the fob lock and unlock. No, they haven't for a few years, and I just haven't. How do you open I haven't. Them? I have to put the key in the ignition and uh, turn it on and use the uh, you no. know the automatic buttons to put okay, the window so... down. Really? And then so, pull the. Go so ahead. the you can't even unlock the doors with the little button on the master switch inside of the car. Yeah. Right. Oh. Right. Well, and now you say the driver's one is starting to act up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, my first thought would be maybe it's the uh, the switch itself that's in the door, the master switch in the door. Would be, you know, did both back windows yeah. quit working at the same time? Well, it doesn't the matter. The doors, the doors, yes, uh-huh, they went out, uh, yeah. And I just wondered if you've ever fixed anything like that. I don't know what kind of cost I'm looking at. Well, it, you know, it really depends on, you know, like I said, it depends on what the problem is. Yeah, you've but, got yeah. actuators in each door, yep. and then you've got the switches. Yep. Um, and, it, I mean, you also have the safety lock in the back. I almost wonder if that's on on the back, too. Well, that could be as well, but yeah, usually. I mean, if they went out at the same time. Yeah, true. Well, yeah. but you got to, I would say that, uh, you know, my gut feeling it would be that, you know, the master switch on the door, driver's door, with all the all the buttons and everything or whatever oh it's probably uh -huh. you got the you know for the fob i mean will the passenger front door work with the fob yes okay, yeah then, that's still working okay then it's not your fob it's not your fob. no oh no so, uh -uh. you know honestly i don't think it would be that difficult to figure out, out what's going on um what do you think dan yeah, I, I mean, I one twenty nine ninety five. You see, you see a lot of the actuators fail. Fail, yeah. Um, and you're talking about a two thousand nine car; they could fail one by one. Right. Um, typically, you don't see them fail together. Like the back two wouldn't go out simultaneously. At the same time. Each one in each door wouldn't Correct. fail. At the, well, but I mean, you could. There, there's a chance, a million, right? Right. Know, there's a win chance. Win the lottery, hit by lightning. You know, but like I say, I would probably lean towards your idea of master switch if those two actually went out together. Yeah. And now you're getting a finicky passenger one. I have no idea on the sunlight causing it not to unlock. Heat. Yeah. I, yeah, heating up, cooling down. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. haven't seen that. Anyway, I'd, I'd bet it's the switch. But um, So you should bring it into a, one of our shops. It'd be fun yeah. to figure out. I'm, I'm in Anacortis. That's the trouble. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know a decent shop yeah. in Anacortis? And of course, automotive is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, I've through. heard good things yeah. about them. Yeah. 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 I would uh, bring it in and yeah. see if you can figure it out. 
Well, and then isn't there a shop? I think there's a shop in Burlington. That's we have a Burlington pretty good. shop. Yes, there's Burlington Automotive, but that's a drive from Anacortes. Yeah, it if is. If you're in Anacortes, yeah. stop Jeff's. Well, road trip, it's good for charging your battery <laughs> and getting yeah. out of town. For <laughs> it Not if I get stuck there without a car. Yes. <laughs> well, I think Burlington's got uh, loaner cars, right? Yeah, and sure. And I think they work for oh. free, too. <laughs> Wow. I'm telling you, said yeah. that. Oil changes. That was Kirk, by the way. Yeah, that was Kirk said that. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So, oh, okay. I, well, I, I I was just wondering if you've ever worked on something like that or have heard do, of that. Yeah, do lots, lots of, of lock repairs, lots of actuators mm-hmm. and, and switches and things like. And that. what is the cost usually a ballpark? I, I yeah. want to know what I'm getting I would into. Say anywhere from I don't know. A hundred dollars to nine hundred dollars. Yeah, it's it's uh, a big it's, park. It's a big yeah. There's lots of stuff in that system. I have no way to tell you. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Like I say, my guess would be though it's the main switch, the main master switch for the locks. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Maybe. Maybe. That, I don't know. Yeah. Testing <laughs> is involved. Wiring diagram. Do some testing. You know, and all the you know pretty much any shop now. I would think. Um, we can plug in with our scan tool, and um, you can actually monitor, you know, and look and see when you flip the switches to unlock the doors, which doors are being commanded to unlock. So, or lock, or the window, or the door open, or door close, or foot on the brake, headlights on, and we can see this, the commands being made as you do this, and uh, figure out, is it a control problem, or is it a actual failure of a part so right. i don't think it would uh-huh. be that hard to figure out what's wrong with that but yeah. the big question is when you do how much does the part cost yeah but, hey jackie <laughs> we do need to take a break um okay so talk to the you. guys down at anacortis automotive yep and uh they might be able to help you out with that oh okay thank you so much you bye-bye you're thank welcome you. you're in the shop with the auto guys kirk from angler dan from bellingham automotive we'll be right back DeWard and Bodie's three-day sale is this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at all three locations in Bellingham and Burlington. Now is the time to save big on appliances, mattresses, and barbecues with an exclusive offer you won't find at any big box store. DeWard and Bodie will pay your sales tax on hundreds of marked in-stock appliances and mattresses this weekend only. Or they'll give you 24-month no-interest financing with no money down on qualifying items. That's the appliances you want today with no down payment and no interest for two full years. Or DeWard and Bodie will pay your sales tax on hundreds of qualifying in-stock items. If you've been waiting for a deal, now is the time to score on a massive selection of washers and dryers, refrigerators, dishwashers, ranges and cooktops, microwaves and more from top brands like Whirlpool, GE, KitchenAid, Bosch and LG, plus high-end brands like Thermador, Gen Air, Mila. Experience their massive mattress showroom and take home huge savings on clearance and closeout mattress sets. Don't miss DeWard and Bodie's three-day sale this Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Offer qualifications and restrictions apply. It's truck season at Kendall Chevrolet of Marysville and the perfect time to step up to a new Chevy truck. With Kendall discounts and truck season incentives, you could save thousands. Call it late summer or early fall. Either way, there's plenty of great weather to get out and enjoy all kinds of outdoor fun. With new arrivals of Silverado trucks, shop an outstanding selection and take on some new adventures in a new Chevy truck. Right now, you can save up to 8700 off MSRP on a new 2023 Chevy Silverado 1500 LT. Your price at Kendall is only 47105 
find new roads. With thousands in savings and a massive selection of Silverado trucks, stop by Kendall Chevrolet of Marysville and get a truck season kind of deal today. Kendall, let's start something great. And number PZ 189920, all financing out of credit. Price is not approved taxes, title, or license. A negotiable documentary service fee of up to $200 may be added to the sale price of the vehicle. Subject to fire sales and the details offer expires 9 23 Oh, yeah. You know, this used to be the theme song for a, a game show, wasn't it? Was this Hollywood Squares? No. The dating game? <laughs> Was it? Huh? You, you got a microphone. You got a What's, mic? Say what it is. You can talk. <laughs> Spanish flea. Yeah, but I mean, wasn't that's anyway. Thank you, man. What a flashback. I don't know. This is great. I still feel like dating game is coming to mind on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, looks like we've got Michael patiently on the line here. How you doing, Michael? Are you there? Whoa, what's that? Huh? Oh. I dropped it. He dropped it? Oh, that was me hitting the button. What about give a call back, Michael? Uh, we got Richard on the line though. Hello. Good Hi, morning. good morning. Good morning. Hey, I got a question for you. I got a, a two thousand eleven uh Grand Caravan with the three point six in it. And it, I'm not sure which plug it fouls out. I I got the car and I, had a little less than a hundred thousand miles on it, and then I changed the plug in it, and because the coke came up, said the plugs were bad. I don't think they'd ever been changed, so I changed them all out, got it going again, and it's doing about the same thing, where it's kind of a jerky action, kind of misfiring. It seems like, and so I looked up online. I guess it's a common problem. With that 3.6 for one cylinder about to foul out a plug, are you aware of that with that motor or? Well, not in particular on you know that. I mean, spark plugs go bad. Um, How long period. ago did you change them? How many miles are on it? It's only got ninety four thousand miles on it now, okay. and I changed it around ninety thousand, and I and I. Honestly, can't remember. I remember looking at one plug, thinking, "Oh, that one's kind of fouled out." So I did go online, did a little research, and I can't remember. The, I just thought I'd call you guys. Maybe you thought it was a common problem, but well, I think I, yeah. I don't remember what plug is fouled out. But anyway, I was curious. Well, what's check causing it out. That? So huh? check it out. Uh, number one, did you replace it with the kind of plugs that came out of it? Uh, no, no, I actually tried to upgrade with the NGK Platinum plug. Well, uh, NGK is a good brand, but good I, as a default, I go back with the uh, the spark plug that the manufacturer installed in the vehicle. Which is probably Champion in that. Probably. It might be NGK, though. Could have been. But, um, but typically, Chrysler was using NGK or uh, Champion for a long time. Um, you know, and I'll look and you know, see if there's a technical service bulletin. Sometimes the manufacturer will, you know, decide, well, you know, we need to have a higher heat range or something like that. And so they'll throw out a TSB, and so that's what you want to put in. Um, that's got coil on plugs on coil on plug uh, yeah. ignition. Yeah. One of the things that um, is pretty com- very common, actually, 
if what I find more times than not when I get a spark plug that's you know misfiring, um, it's not so much the what's going on inside of the cylinder. It's what's going on up on the ceramic part where the plug wire or the coil boot plugs onto the spark plug itself. Right. Um, they'll carbon track and they'll start to arc and you know go to ground right there and you'll get a misfire. And okay. a lot of times, you know, on a vehicle that a non-hemi head, um, which most are now, but um, you know the ones that the spark plug wire or the coil boot was hanging out off the outside in the air on rainy moist days they would have a tendency of misfiring more often than on a Mm -hmm. summer hot dry summer day um, just because of the moisture in the air and if you got a little carbon track electricity likes to follow the path of least resistance yeah did you Um, save the old spark plugs no i didn't i i I don't drive the vehicle a lot i changed them over a year ago yeah but here's you're not like me they're not sitting in your toolbox at home <laughs> <laughs> well, no everything else is though. <laughs> well yeah sometimes they do collection. like like kirk's saying they do tell the story if you can look at them and see if there's a line up the side of them or just even a little even teeny a little black teeny, dot yep. and here's the thing though if you let's say you do have a spark plug that shorted essentially through the ceramic which is common um it also blasted through the coil boot as well, and there's a right. carbon track on that coil boot. And so if you find a spark plug that's carbon tracked, um, at minimum, you're going to need to replace that the rubber part of the coil Base, boot yeah. itself, or you're just going to basically new spark plug, bad coil boot makes bad spark plug, you know, mm-hmm. put a new coil boot, and there's a carbon track on the spark plug, well, it shoots through the coil boots so you got to replace them both and uh i always replace boots one way or another when i replace spark plugs on modern engines now Uh, so that's that's, you know i wonder if i could just change change the coil boot out without changing well those spark plugs are a real drag to get to you (laughs) at this point though that's the one where we always get three (laughs) three have been done yeah yeah Yeah. it's the back three you know if if that's what's going on if that plug you know the original plugs were shorted through the ceramic then you're going to need to replace the boots um if you didn't replace the boots well now the and it's still misfiring then that that cylinder with that spark plug's got a carbon track on it Right, so right. if you just put a boot, well, that carbon track on the spark plug is going to shoot through the boot. So you got to do them both again. And I'm guessing by the excitement in your voice, it's not one of the front three, is it? No. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I love it when it's the front <laughs> cylinder. Yeah, that's always a treat. Yeah. All right. Hey, so, well, um, thanks for that. Yeah, well, okay, I'll yeah. start with that. I'll just change new. I'll just get all new boots and probably just buck up and get, well, at least new plug when i take them out find out what the ugly if, you're, ones. if you're pulling that back side apart put three plugs in there yeah yeah just, just because just, you're yeah you're and put a new gasket on the plenum too yes yeah okay. hey, we gotta, oh, we gotta take that. a break yeah. here richard um all right you're in the shop well, with the other guys thanks hey, richard for, thanks the, call. for the call Good right. see ya so we're gonna take a break yeah i guess all so right. yeah let's take a break we'll be right back okay. 
Okay, next up for the auction, we have an amazing deal. This beautiful new American Standard Furnace and Heat Pump. It is consumer best rate. It has a 10-year parts warranty, and it'll be installed by the pros at Linden Sheet Metal. Let's start the auction. First, for the savings, we have incredible tax credits. Do I hear $1,000? So, you now have $2,000 off a furnace and heat pump. For utilities rebates, there's a mixed bag. Depending on what you get, there are savings of up to $2,400. We also have manufacturing and dealer rebates up to $1,500. And for our final item, we have financing. Zero down and zero interest if paid according to a contract. Do I hear six months now looking for 12 months ahead of it now? 18 months, 18 months to have. We have a winner. Congratulations. You don't have to be at the auction to make these great deals. It's open to everyone that calls. This deal includes tax credits, rebates, and easy financing. But don't wait. These savings won't be around forever. You too can be a winner. Call us today. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. Are you looking for an auto shop that offers honest quality service? Hi, I'm Kirk, owner of Angler Automotive. At Angler Automotive, we strive to make sure that all of your automotive service needs are met. Angler Automotive provides the factory recommended services that are required to maintain your vehicle's warranty. Angler Automotive, outstanding quality with honest, reliable service. Check us out online at anglerautomotive.com. KGMI and a grand in your hand gives you a chance to win $1,000 every weekday. But what if you don't? Well, playing a grand in your hand presented by Neater House of Luxury automatically qualifies you for a second chance drawing, a luxurious weekend getaway at Lopez Islander Resort, and blackout golf for 10 at Bali. A grand in your hand brought to you by Neater House of Luxury at Squalicum Harbor in Bellingham, inviting you to an exclusive Gabriel and Company New York trunk show happening September 29th and 30th. You're here with the auto guys. I'm Kirk from Angler Automotive and Dan from Bellingham Automotive. And uh, we could probably squeeze one more quick call in. 360-676-5464. Oh, good job. Yeah, I almost said my phone number. You almost did. Anyway, so we got just, what, uh, I don't know, five minutes? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Chicken tax or what? Chicken tax. You said that twice. I don't know what it is. Chicken Tell tax. What it chicken is. tax. Um, well, you know, I'm going off of the... Brian actually brought all this stuff last last week, and we never got to it. But um, apparently back in uh, uh, 1964, the chicken tax is a 25% tariff on imported light trucks, first imposed in 1964 in response to... Tariffs levied by some of the European nations on U.S. poultry products, hence the name. And um, you know, I would I I would guess a lot of people that are saw Neil Armstrong step off the uh, lunar lander on the moon would remember the chicken tax. But yeah, it was kind of a weird thing that uh, you know we were having all these uh, tariff wars going on and so that was one of the things that um you know kind of stayed in place for a long time to um kind of protect the uh, american uh you know auto industry and uh, i remember ford 
kind of circumnavigated that somehow at one point. But I do remember there was like, uh, which was well, it was, was on trucks. It was just it might have been yeah, there were trucks. Maybe it was a transit or one of those rigs where they would. Uh, it was like you couldn't sell. They couldn't sell a. Um, I'm just going off of what's left of my memory here. Um, this should be a short trip. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, the 70s were awesome. Um, anyway, so it was like, I'm gonna, I'm just going to say a vehicle like the Transit, a cargo vehicle, something about they couldn't import them into the States as a cargo vehicle or something like that. So they'd ship them over, like, with all the seats and interior, like it's going to be a passenger vehicle. They'd get over here, and then they'd tear all the stuff out, mm. and then they could sell it as that. Um, I often wondered back when, uh, you know, Toyota uh, was coming into the market with uh, trucks. They wanted to um, have a full-size truck, and there was some kind of a deal worked out with the government us whatever and the manufacturers they had to wait for a while before they could like put a v8 or something like that in the cars i forget what that was but also it was uh there was a point in time where uh trucks coming in the u.s you'd go to the buy a new truck wouldn't have a back bumper on it you'd have to buy the bumper separately and i always wondered if that was part of this chicken tax thing but you know i was busy all the time but there's a lot of stuff I was um, negative nine when this was happening. So really? I no idea. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, Whatever. listening to you talk about a tax put on trucks and how they solved it, it makes me think of why Ford and GM came out with the El Camino and Ranchero because they be. stated it. Yeah. It's probably. a pickup car. Yeah, but those were built in the you know, States, know, you know, back then. I know. Actually, uh, and I don't know if this still holds true, but I remember uh, doing a show with John Beebe, yes. right, the founder of. Burlington and he would well, know Bellingham. about he would know about he would know tax. about all kinds of things like yes. that from you know long ago U.S. history you know, from the beginning of our time. <laughs> no but um, he posed a question what time what is uh, when it comes to littering out of your windows what is the only thing you know what's legal I guess to litter and um, apple core feathers what feathers. Obviously, you can you can throw you feathers out your window, and you can throw water out your window. Really? Yeah, and I don't know if they've changed that yet, but there was something to do with the the lobbyists for the chicken farmers in America. You know, they haul chickens from yeah. wherever to wherever. I mean, semi truck loads of chickens, and that was well, my first job. Was it? Yes. Seriously, I, I was the one that loaded them into the cargo things so they could ship them. I used to unload before, them off the trucks and before put school. them in the the cages. That's what we did. Yeah. Well, yeah. How many could you do at a time? I don't remember. I mean, they just come know in that with I like, have, still have scratches scarred into my arms from the chickens. From the chickens. They don't like it. <laughs> they don't. And, That's well, why we you would, do it in the dark. We would unload. We didn't. We did it. No, at night. we didn't. No, we did it. It was light, but we do like forty thousand chickens. Yeah. At a time. Well, oh, I thought you meant how many I could pick up. I have yeah. no idea. Well, four. Yeah, we did lots. I just do four. Yeah, semi trucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's crazy. Wow. I didn't realize that. We should have gone into the chicken catching. We business. should have been getting chicken catching. <laughs> anyway, God, have we done yet? <laughs> I mean, no. I'm running out. Of this is things. what happens when we don't bring enough stuff, right? <laughs> well, I, we've got mountains of stuff. Yes. Anyway, you're going to be on next weekend? I think you are. 
Oh, okay. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for hanging in there with us, everybody, and I hope you have a great weekend. You've been in the shop with Kirk from Agler Automotive and Dan from Gone Home Automotive. Oh,